What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, November 12th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the bald one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. First off, we're going to need to fix the intro because the can. end of it is it's just a little too yeah, long. I, I, I don't, it's crazy because uh, last week, Monday, when we got it, I mm-hmm. added it and spent like... I literally redid the intro four times to see if I nailed it. Mm-hmm. And by the end, we had it. But now sure. it's just reverted for whatever reason. It's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Well, Shout no, out I, to the new background, though. Big fan yeah, of that. We're here. We got, the, we got it. It's next gen. And Greg, yeah. next gen's officially here. It's here. Oh, my God. <laughs> everybody. Kevin Coelho just got his PS5. Like, this is happening, man. Had- yeah, I have done, I have other PS5s coming today as well. So I've been checking, you know, I'm getting the nonstop text from FedEx on the updates and whatever. So if I have to run away, it's to make sure I get it. Uh, I love it, it, man. Just, there's there's a, a thrill in the air. You know, there's like a, a different a, a vibe. That it, it, it's it, been a while. We haven't had next-gen consoles. Like, I, we, we've talked about this a lot now. But of course. And I, I think, think we're going to talk about more today. <laughs> exactly. But now that we're here with it all, it's like, it's cool to think this is kind of funny's first proper next-gen console oh, launch oh. that we're, we're dealing with. And it's over. Like we we now have the PS5, we have the uh, the Series X and S, the Switch as well, right? Like this is just like a it's a great time to be alive. It's a celebration, Tim. You know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is the end of Return of Jedi. We're all here with our sticks going wub wub yub yub. You know what I mean? Yep, We're having yep, a great yep, time. Yep, yep. Kevin's got no pants on. That's what this next generation celebration is all about. I know how you run these shows, Kevin, and I know that you love to ewalk it. Whenever, whenever I talk to Paul, I'm like, how just you doing? She's like, don't, it don't matter bit. about me. It's about Kevin E. walking over there. And I'm like, I know, brother. And then we high five, chug a beer like Stone Cold and go about our days. I That's see the it. kind I of relationship I have with your wife. It's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you're glad, and I'm glad that everybody's Paula back, Coelho you know? chugging a beer with Greg Miller. Can you imagine the Stone Cold <laughs> cheers? And then I do that thing where I turn around and I stun her. She didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. It would be awesome. Insane. Uh, kind of funny life four. Let's make it happen. All right. And we just, everything mm-hmm. I just said, uh, mm-hmm. somebody clip this out and send it to us in 2023 when you're allowed to gather in places together. Uh, I digress, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the PlayStation 5 is out today. So let's talk about it. Uh, our. The wrong PlayStation's shipping from PlayStation. Uh, does Call of Duty prove that third parties are going to support the DualSense? And what is going on with Xbox disk drives? Let's talk about all that and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can ask us questions, uh, give us your concerns, submit your squad up requests, and so much more. Like getting the show ad free, like getting the exclusive post show we only do on Patreon.com slash kind of funny games, or maybe being a Patreon producer like Blackjack and Tom Bach. But I digress. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. Head over to YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe where you can get every episode with ads, suckers, and no post show. <laughs> if that's not good enough, of course, you can go to twitch.tv slash games and watch us record the show live. That is far from the only thing happening on twitch.tv slash games today. Uh, following Kind of Funny Games Daily, I will be doing the Bug Snacks launch party. It is me and I think 13 of the voice actors in one Zoom call. If you've never been around a voice actor, period, it gets nuts. And then you imagine 13... I don't think we're going to get past one screen in Bug Snacks before we're completely off the rails and Roger Craig Smith is screaming at Yuri. Uh, so hey, that'll uh, be Craig, fun. Yeah. Can you uh, check your mic volume, the first light on your light, your your mic? You're just coming in boomingly loud. 
I am at I, four. What do you want me to be? Three. But also, I had you set a little high. All right, so there um, you go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Bug snacks doesn't come in a jar. Bug snacks comes from who you are. That's for whoever out there gets oh, that. Oh, damn. I was going to say some, some kid song. Some kid song, right? Anyways, Bug Snacks launch party, like I said, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, <laughs> twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, pretty much right after Kind of Funny Games Daily. And if that wasn't enough, at 1 p.m. Pacific time, I will be back uh, on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. But more important, uh, it'll be on Twitch Gaming as I run through PlayStation 5 and part of their celebration of everything happening today. And if that wasn't enough, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, Friday, Andy is going to stream Call of Duty Black Ops Cold Wars campaign from his fancy piece. PC to show mm-hmm. off ray tracing uh, and showing off his NVIDIA RTX 3080 sponsored by NVIDIA. That's going to be 2 to 4 p.m. Friday on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. So much stuff. So much stuff. Twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. But you love it. That's not going to stop us here. Uh, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Upstart and Brooklinen, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. Also, shout out to Serotonin in the Twitch chat. Usually listens in the car on the way to work, but now watching live. Congratulations. Here you are. Yeah. You'll get that audio. You don't. You know, you're driving the car. You're one of the people when I say pull over and you know check the internet. You have to, and I'm glad you're here, and you can check the internet at any point. What I like, serotonin. I'd like you to check the internet right now. I want you to go to Coca-Cola.com. Yes. Give, give serotonin something special that they can only get visually. Yeah. <laughs> All the audio <laughs> listeners are going to be missing out. Oh, yeah, but it's cool. Like, people are going to come watch it now or never watch it again. <laughs> Serotonin in the chat. All right, I'm out. Uh, Kevin, no. Kevin, What's give up? me something that only the audio people can hear. I... Sorry, I'll stop it. <laughs> you can keep going. Well, again, but I mean, but like, that, how do I do Tim. it so the video listeners can't hear it? You know what I mean? Tim, we've come this far. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think we, we, you know, we're talking about the Bug Snacks launch party after this. We're talking about the celebration that is mm-hmm. the PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X. The question you need to ask yourself right now, Tim, do mm-hmm. we just want to throw caution to the wind and crack a drink? Do you Are have we champagne? celebrating? I don't think I have champagne. I don't know if I have champagne, but Beers I will go upstairs and check if I have champagne. Right? I have a little bottle of champagne. White Claw is bubbly, right? <laughs> That's good enough, Let me go right? check. I'm going upstairs. It might take a second. I'll be back. <laughs> Oh, man, it's like a horror movie. He's not going to come back, Kevin. You know how that is? I'm getting champagne oh, Kevin's getting champagne, too. So it's just me. Hey, everybody, it's Greg. Uh, again, if you're, if this is the first no, time no, you've I'm ever here. watched Kind of Funny Games Daily. I know I'm you're here. still there, motherfucker. Why are you yelling you at gotta me? you got to learn to stop fucking interrupting every time, all I right? I liked it. This is a fucking celebration, and you're ruining it, all right? I, I think you're It's like I walk it. out with a big old sheet cake from Costco, and you come in, and you karate chop it in half, uh, and it's everywhere, and nobody got to read the message. Or see, I went to that thing, and I had him print a photo and put it on the goddamn cake, and you just cut it in half. You're really ruining this for me. I don't even know. know You're ruining it for me. Did you get your champagne? Yeah, I got my champagne. All right, well, I'm going to go get White Claw. Hold on. Okay. It's crazy that Greg Miller doesn't have champagne laying around in his house. You know what I mean? What kind of adult is that? Who's who's this in the chat here? Yeah, don't yell at Kevin. Oh, cool. I thought you were going to be against me. I was going to have to take you down. Uh, Kevin, you put yourself in Greg Square. I feel like Tim's going to be back soon. Or like the further, like, there it is. Now no one knows. I'm so big in the square. Hold on. There it is. That looks about size accurate. Hi, Kevin. What's up, dude? 
you want to start turn over a new leaf. <laughs> like you're in Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy's sitting on your lap. He's your baby Yoda. <laughs> it's the wrong way, Tim. You're holding the other it's side. It's hard, man. It's hard. Okay, it I'm gonna sure crack mine. Is. There you go. Did you I got the champagne? Oh, you did have champagne. Yeah, I'm surprised. I opened the fridge, grabbed it. G was like on a call, and she's like, What are you doing? I was like, It's PS5 days. Next she gen, goes, baby. Next gen. Oh. <laughs> Boys, cheers. cheers! Cheers to next gen! Cheers to Series X! It. Cheers to we PlayStation Five! We did it! All right, let's talk about all the ways these things got fucked up. Uh, we're starting <laughs> with PlayStation. Number <sighs> one, PlayStation shipped a young lad. No, PlayStation shipped a young lad a uh, disc drive PlayStation Five when he only bought a discless one. And this mm. leads us to wonder: How bad is this? Is everybody getting the wrong thing? This young man. Corey Cudney. That's right. <laughs> kind of funny best friend. Corey Cudney making headlines. I'm reading from Dual Shockers. Uh, Kevin, thank you. You're tossing up the thing there at Corey's tweet. Uh, Dual Shockers reports, you may have heard that today is the launch of the PlayStation 5. Fans all over the globe, except Europe, of course, are starting to receive Sony's next-gen console, ushering in a new era of gaming. One of those fans is AV media designer Corey Cudney, who, when it. pre-orders were live, managed to secure a digital version of the PS5. Or so he thought. Order from PlayStation directly, Corey's PlayStation 5 was delivered promptly by FedEx this morning. In anticipation, he opened the box, but something was awry. Rather than the digital console he was expecting, Corey, in fact, received a standard PlayStation 5 in the box. After speaking to Corey, we have confirmed that he did receive the standard console in place of the digital one. Corey said that while he was initially super confused to unwrap it from the box, he still has some PS4 discs that are happy to see the mistake. Although he specifically ordered the digital-only console because he liked the look of it better, Corey said, quote, I honestly don't see how I can be mad with it. It's the more expensive version, so I'm all right with the mix-up. In this moment of fortune, Corey did indeed get the more expensive console, uh, with the standard version retailing at $100 more than its digital counterpart. Here's hoping that nobody who ordered the standard console gets Corey's digital version in its place. Now, Kevin, you've been doing great. You have the tweet up there. I love it. Uh, Of course, Corey's tweet, you know, I got my digital edition from Sony Direct this morning, opened it up and found a disc-based console in the box. I'm not mad at all. Just thought it was crazy. Either way, here's to a new generation of PS5. Uh, Tim. Mm Mm-hmm. When, when I think audio listeners hear this, uh, even when I read the thing initially, I was like, oh, cool. They shipped him the wrong PlayStation. That is Inst- not what happened. No, they yeah. shipped him. Yes, as Corey's photo proves here, Kevin, if you can toss it back up, they shipped him the PlayStation 5 digital edition uh, box. If you look at the box of the digital edition, it's all it's black. The black Shit. one, yeah. Yeah, the disk drive is all white, meaning that this isn't a simple mix-up of which box went to Corey. This is, they shipped, a, they put a disk-based PlayStation 5 into a digital box and sent it to Corey. That's a big mistake. <laughs> it's a huge mistake. But here's Costly. the thing. Here's the thing, Timothy. Yes. We have another show called The Kind of Funny Podcast. Mm-hmm. This week's episode, you blow open a restaurant conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I'd like to present you with another conspiracy. Are you ready? Yes, mm-hmm. take a drink. Thank you. I want everybody to remember a Tom Phillips Eurogame article from back in September. PlayStation 5 digital stock far lower than standard PS5 sources say. Oh. Sony's 450-pound PlayStation 5 sold out fast when pre-orders opened last week, but pre-orders for the 360-pound PlayStation uh, 5 digital edition, those seem to go even faster. There was huge demand for the cheaper digital edition, but also reports that w- that there were far less digital editions uh, to go around. Now, retail sources Eurogamer has spoken to said that was accurate. A source at one major UK retailer said their company's stock allocation had been around 25% digital edition versus 75% regular PlayStation 5, though this might vary slightly store to store. 
Other sources claim the ratio was even higher, with the ratios around 20% digital edition and 80% regular PS5 suggested. Tim. I see where you're going, and I, I like it, Jerry. B a small town pizza lawyer. But I present to the court, is it not believable that this is not a mistake on PlayStation's part, that they are so strapped for digital editions that they're like, just eat it and shove the other one in there and make it look like it? We'll, we'll know by the end of the day. We'll exactly. know it was Corey, the, the one in a million. I mean, he is one in a million to me. But to to everyone else, is there other PlayStations the wild? We All of us are kind of funny. We have some coming today, so we'll be able to, to see firsthand what's yeah. going on. And that's... Do, do it, any, it, sorry, I was just going to ask, do any of us have the digital editions coming? I do not think so. So you're I right. You, yeah, so I, I sent a family... I'm trying to think. I sent a family the digital editions that I had. The ones that are coming here are disc-based. What are you saying? So, yeah, I don't now? think... I am. Well, no, they're paying me. Santa gives you the gifts for free. I'm making sure these motherfuckers pay me back. You know what I mean? I got the pre-orders fine. I'll help you out, Poe, but I want my goddamn money. Um, It's, you know, it's speculation. It's fun stuff. I mean, obviously, great for Corey. And if you, you know, Corey, kind of funny best friend. Corey makes all the amazing gifts you see. If you ever see us using an amazing kind of funny gift, Corey made that. He's done, what, more than 500 now is what he clocked it in at the other day, right? Mm -hmm. uh, he's insane. He makes them as it goes, uh, like, as shows go on. Um. Maybe it's just a mix-up. I can totally understand. Like, you know what I mean? You have the white rectangle, that the box that goes inside of the box. Clearly, the machine might have been all, you know, cracked out. <laughs> and they go, wait, am I alive? And it grabs the wrong PS5 and puts it in the box. These things happen. Machines mm -hmm. come to life every day, and they make mistakes like this in that moment. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just saying, just putting it out there, maybe it is also the fact that, like, hey, fuck, we're really strapped for these things. Let's figure out a way to get them out. I'm interested. I love a good conspiracy theory. So let's let's do. see if this ends up playing out the now, way that it might. I have a quick question. Do you think there's uh, any Kevin Coella from kindoffunny.com? I hear you have a question. Yeah, do you think there's any chance anyone's gonna hit him up and be like, uh, hey Corey, um that's the wrong no. console. We're gonna need it back. No, 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 no way. No way. If it was something do you like you think this is the law of of uh losers, weepers, keepers. I was gonna say finders keep finders, keepers, losers, losers weepers, keepers. Yeah. keepers. <laughs> I, was, I was like ninety I was like ninety percent there. No, I don't. I mean, you've, uh, you know, once the it's it's done, it's over. He has it. Like mm -hmm. that's got to be the the rule from PlayStation. Like ah shucks. If again, it was even an ah shucks. Maybe it was on purpose. Who knows? Who knows? Number two on the Roper Report: Call of Duty is going to be using the Dual Sense after all. Uh, this is Eddie over at Gamespot. Tim, I think one of the conversations we've had on all of our different PlayStation Five uh, content, of course, uh, you can go to kindoffunny.com/ps5, catch all the reviews, uh, first impressions, uh, playthroughs we've done. Uh one of the conversations we've had is, oh, man, yeah, the dual sense is awesome. This is a really cool piece of tech. But are third parties going to use it in an interesting way? Or is it going to be just apply the rumble that you're using for Xbox to PlayStation and get out of there? Uh, Eddie has this interview over uh, there with uh, Flame. I didn't grab the first part. Kevin, can you open the article itself? Look for this and get the actual full yeah, name sure. for the person from Call of Duty. But the quote reads like this. The dual sense controller is pretty awesome. It's got new haptic feedback, so when you're pulling the trigger, it's shaking. Every time a gun fires, there's a little motor in there that's firing every time, Flame said. There is sensitivity on the trigger that represents the trigger pressure on a real weapon. All of that has been tuned in the game for each individual weapon. So it's quite a lot to take in, but it's pretty awesome. And it gives guns a real feeling like they've never had before, end quote. Tim, do you think this will be the standard going forward? that third parties will actually make sense of the dual sense. Um, it's, it's a weird one that I'm kind of torn on. Like I do see 
this as a gimmick that a lot of consoles try to introduce and then we never actually see the follow-through with a couple years later, sure. right? Um, but I think it's a little bit different because, look, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a game developer. I probably sound like an idiot saying this. Kevin, put the lower third just... that clarifies Tim is not a scientist or a game developer, please. Thank you. Thank Close you for enough. that. We'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> I laugh so hard inside. <laughs> With the things like vibration and things like the 3D audio that they're pushing this generation, thank God, uh, with the Dolby Atmos on Xbox and the Tempest stuff on PlayStation. Yeah. I, they're already doing so much work that's so close to that anyways that I can't imagine that it, getting the haptic stuff is that much crazier than the advanced rumble shit that they're, they're already kind of mm-hmm things for so i imagine it is just kind of there i imagine there's a lot more one for ones if this than that's type things than it, it would be for something more gimmicky like motion controls or touchpad integration or something like that like this is kind of like they're already doing vibrations they're already trying to make them feel advanced and feel different even on old consoles right so just adding the the ability for the triggers to kind of fight back a little bit i i don't think that it's like would be that much extra work that still sure. doesn't mean everyone's going to take advantage of it. But Call of Duty using it doesn't surprise me at all. Like, mm-hmm. that, that to me makes sense. I think that a lot of, like, racing games are going to take advantage of that type of stuff. And I, I just – I don't know if every game's going to – actually, I know for a fact not every game will use this. But I also don't think every game needs it. Yeah, 100%. And I think – I don't know. I thought for sure, obviously, first parties and obviously smaller games don't want to do something interesting with it would do it. But to see Call of Duty on such a grand scale, when you think of the third party game, right, that's going to be on everything and everywhere to see them talking about every game having a different feel. And granted, I have not played uh, Black Ops. And by the way, we, this was lead game designer Tony Flame that was talking about this. Um, Holy I've not pl- shit. Gentlemen. It's a cool ass name. Tony Flame. Yeah. Tony. Tony Flame. Oh, would you, here's a question. If your last name was Flame, would you always have that thing up your sleeve where you can make fire real quick? A thousand percent. A hundred percent. You have to. Especially yeah. at a dinner party or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony Flame. Like, we know, Tony. We know. Yeah, I you love can't do it at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, that's how Sinister Minister blew up his hand, though. So be careful with it, everybody, if you're going to start doing that. ECW Sinister Minister. I digress. Um, no, it's cool to see him do it, and I wonder if they'll – I'm with you. Of Right now – the, especially when we're talking about Xbox versus PlayStation, right? The DualSense is one of the first things everybody talks about because it is cool. It is a feel like even yesterday, I, you know, I retweeted a, a video of the one and only MC Fixer uh, using uh, the or starting Astrobot for the first time and his reaction to it. And I think, you know, when blessing, we're doing our first impressions of Astrobot again, youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You, we started that let's play early, even though we couldn't show what was happening just so you could see blessings face as he reacted to it the first time. It is such a cool device. It is so cool. But I do wonder a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, did it change the game and everybody's using it? Or is it more standard across the board on what it's going to be? It's interesting because in my experience now, I've beaten Miles Morales and I've played a good bit of Astro. Astro blows my mind. Oh, yeah, it does. Great Miles game. Morales doesn't. I honestly don't really notice. And I, I, if I didn't know it was there, I'm not sure that I'd be able to tell you that it's happening. And I... I've tried sitting there and focusing on it and like really trying to feel what it's doing. And I, you can, you can definitely notice like, okay, yeah, there is some, when you're swinging, there is a little bit of it, but like it, it honestly is so subtle of an experience in miles for me that I, it just, it's an additive thing, right? We're hitting this point where everything is so good already that it's like every little thing just makes it that much more immersive. So no, you nailed it. 
that was my conversation with people about miles where i think when you get in there it all feels so natural and it all feels so immersive that yeah it's hard to sit there and be like oh wow what a game changer i do think it it enhances like you're saying whereas okay you feel a bit different thank you lucy look at this what 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 service gamespot.com i take back everything i said about that site except that tam sucks that's the one part we're gonna continue with all right do you see him over there oh getting excited phil spencer played elden elden ring elder ring who cares you know what i I mean show me a bunger um yeah I don't know. It's, it's, I think Astrobot goes out of its way to use it and show how cool it can be and what it is. But then when you're playing anything else, even um, Demon Souls yesterday, when I was playing that, it was like, oh, cool. I feel like as I run a little bit of different, like in different uh, uh, grit or uh, uh, surfaces, you know, you're feeling those different things. But I don't think it's like so crazy that it's like, you know, the next thing that is the big thing that you have to talk about. But there's going to be games that do do that and we'll have to wait and see. And, you know, I think that uh, the 3D audio is is a similar thing. Like, I love that stuff. I'm a stickler for it. I love the little immersive things that just add together to make this experience, like, utterly insane. That's why I've loved Atmos for so long in theaters. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 3D audio in Miles Morales using the the Pulse headset, everyone's been asking me what my thoughts are. I want I want a little bit more time and experience with the different headsets to, like, I want to do a games cast at some point that's, like, going through all the tech of, like, sure what I think about everything, but um, they're, they're great headphones for the price. Absolutely amazing. Um, the best, no, but they're, they're great. So uh, the 3d audio elements, the Tempest stuff in, in miles, it's similar where it's like, it is not going to change your, your life. And if you don't know about it, if you're Greg Miller, I don't think you'd really notice how crazy it all is. The audio. Yeah. 100%. Because it just works. Um, on PS, I uh, love you. Blessing, and I got asked the question about 3D audio, and it's like, I just, I, it sounds good. Like I, I, it's, I don't, I don't have that experience. I don't have that ear. I don't have that thing. But if you were to sit there and really try to to listen to it, you yeah. hear it, Greg. And like, last that's night, it did th- help me. I was playing. Uh, finally, I got. An, uh, so you remember when I got a haircut? Jen cuts my hair now, and like, I swear to God, you know she's so smart, but did not never tell her her face. I can't have her know she's smarter than me. Uh she was cutting my hair a couple weeks ago and I was like, also while you're there, why don't you shave the shoulders, shave the back? It's kind of ridiculous oh, back no, there. She's like, I'll spiky. do it, but it's going to grow in. It's going to itch real bad. I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. And like, I am now in itch city. Itch city is where I Greg, you got to nair it off or have it waxed. Like Nick I'm does. just going to let it grow back and I'll get my wings back. You know, I just want to see, I clipped my wings. wings for a second, you know, <laughs> whatever he knows. I got them shoulder wings. Um, what was but, I about to talk about? The 3d <laughs> audio, the 3d audio for me, uh, in oh, Astro no, that was is, go for it. In Assassin's Creed Valhalla, finally playing PlayStation 5 version last night. First off, two fucking trophy lists. God damn it. Uh, playing it last night, it did help me find a guy. Where a guy was like calling, help me, help me. And it was that thing of like, oh shit, wait, where is he? And I did like a pan around and found him. Now, would I have found him if it was just normal stereo? Probably eventually. But it was more noticeable of like, wait, where is he coming from? Where do I actually need to go? What do I need to get behind? Sorry, go to it. Astrobot. No, just Astro is is awesome. Like the 3D audio in that is really something special. But the funny thing about that game, and, and granted, I know that my setup is very different than everyone else's where it's like I have 3D audio because of the, the, the round sound and, and yeah. with, with all that stuff. That like it actually is one of the few games that I'm like, I prefer listening without headphones to Astro because the 3D audio, like the, the spatial awareness of the sound there is insane. And with the controller and the noises it makes and stuff, it sure. really, sure. that is such, a, it's the best tech demo game of all time. They like they nailed what they were going for, which is showing off the tech of the PS5. Whereas, no matter how nice my entire sound setup is here, for the most part, video games are better with headphones. Like that's the the reality of this. It's just like this 3D audio and stuff. It gives you this real 
pinpoint accuracy of where things are at. And I'm very excited to see where all that that stuff goes because in Miles, it's subtle, but it's supposed to be subtle. It shouldn't be in your face because it's not in your face. It's just real. It feels real. And that's why I don't think you notice, Greg. That it's just like, because it's just there. And I think that that, with the haptic feedback of the dual sense, all of this is just adding on top of experiences that we're so familiar with that it's not going to feel mind-blowing, but it really is when you stop to think about it. You, I mean, you know, when I when I give the PC the good-natured good ribbing, or even when I get mad at my PlayStation, right, it always comes back to I want technology just to work. And so the fact that I'm playing these games and I have headphones on and I have the controller in my hands and I'm not wanting that I'm not sitting there being, why does this sound so flat? Why does that do that? Why does this not? Like, you know, the fact that I'm playing Assassins and I'm going up a mountain and I'm like, man, the snow crunches really nicely. You know, mm-hmm. like that idea, you know, that there's that part of it where you, when it does, it's, it's like everything else we talk about, right? Positive feedback never gets really logged in your brain. It's the negative stuff that stands out. So the fact that, yeah, I am playing these games and I'm lost in how beautiful they are and how great they sound and everything else. And I'm not thinking about all the tech that goes into that. I'm not, if we weren't having this conversation, how much would I have thought about that guy who was hidden around uh, and needed my help last night in Assassins? I don't know. But it does work and it does work the way mm-hmm. it should be. And it's, you know, they build it, it's used to build experiences I can't get enough of. Yeah. Number three on the Roper Report, speaking of experiences, hopefully we can't get enough of. Does Deathloop have a release date? This is Joe Scrabbles at IGN.com. Uh, Deathloop will now arrive on May 21st, 2021, according to the PS5's store. Arcane's time-looping FPS, which was delayed earlier this year, has now got a pre-order page on PS5 that lists it re- its release as May 21. Uh, that's in line with its previous window of Q2 2021. That release date is presumably for both its PS5 and PC versions, which were originally due to drop at the same time. The game is a timed console exclusive on PS5, which Xbox will honor even after agreeing to an acquisition of Arkane's parent company. Tim, May 21st, do you buy it? Five days before Kevin's birthday. Yeah, why not, right? Like, I think that, you know, Deathloop's a game that we all expected this year, so May seems far enough away that... Like, why wouldn't I buy it, right? I'm very excited for it. That's probably the the, the more important thing is like this game looks freaking awesome, and oh, I yeah. can't wait to to be able to experience because like we're we're getting that next gen games very soon. Like right now, we're in that the launch period, which God bless it, it's fantastic. But to really get into May next year, months from now, pure PS5, Xbox Series X titles, excited stuff. Although this just PS5, well, how's the haptic going to be in that? Yeah, right. Uh, I think it'll be good. I think they'll definitely double down on that. Um, for me, it's a take with green salt kind of thing. Obviously, you, you you probably can imagine, but maybe you don't know. As somebody who works with PlayStation so much, like there are so many different people and different teams and different everything to get to. Getting to what we believe on the store page is the actual official release date. Whatever. Yeah, Tim, what do you got for me? It's just in. Deathloop tweets. Set your watches. Assassin's Deathloop launches on May 21st, 2021. Pre-order now. There you go. It actually is real. Now, the next question becomes, though, will they hit it? I don't everybody see why set, not. Everybody sets a release. Well, COVID and just game making in general. True, this, but, is, this isn't a knock against anybody. Like, I, I, games get delayed all the time for no reason. And, yeah, and, you know, obviously, like, at this point, anything can happen with uh, with game delays. I do think that we've kind of figured out the workflow more than we haven't in the last year. Sure. And Bethesda, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't have a history of delays like major delays like it's not like expect it's, they're not square it's not like you know the game's going to be delayed it's like there have been delays in the past but it's not like it's 
expect it to be delayed until it's in your hands type thing, I expect right? honestly everything to be delayed in this day and age in just video games in general like I just I mean I, that's one of those where I think that's a good rule of thumb so you're never disappointed but I'm and I'm looking through right yeah the problem is right now obviously I don't even think Bethesda is worth counting uh because that's just too big a team arcane right what about arcane delays and right now when I put in I'm looking dishonored delay everybody's saying oh <laughs> dishonored follow-up death loop is del-. I'm like no I know about death loop I'm trying to figure out how much uh, dishonored but even that like I don't think even their track record history of it like I guess we're talking about how confident are you in the date you're putting on your product but I, I, I think May is far enough away from now for a game that already, I feel, got delayed. I mean, it got delayed, right? We've already had that delay. And not like a game can't get delayed twice, Cyberpunk. But this isn't Cyberpunk. Sure. Right? Yeah. And I You're think right. on top of that, it's like, I think that they, they know what they're doing. And I think the games are getting delayed now. Like, what I was saying earlier about, like, we've kind of, not we, they've kind of figured out workflows and all this stuff of, like, how to make games happen. Like, hey, we have next gen. Can you believe it? PS5 and Xbox Series S and X, they are out in 2020. How many conversations did we have and did people have about, is it really coming out this year? It did. It did. <laughs> great right? point. That is a great like, point. It's yeah, insane. You're right. Like it, they are, they are actually here. Um, so many PS I love users are, are just totally wrong. Uh, Aren't they no. always? No. Right, every podcast we ever do is wrong the moment you send it out there because we are just talking about video games. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows but, what's uh, going to happen? Joke, jokes aside, though, it's like, like I think that they figured it out. So I think that we're now in this era of seeing delays uh, that are more based on strategy than ability to finish the game, right? I think the medium got delayed, not because the game's not ready, but because they don't want to compete with Cyberpunk. Also true, sure. You know, so I imagine with Deathloop, like looking at May, this is them locking a, town, a time down, being like, hey guys, that's our spot, you know? Yeah. But I again, hope I'm when, right. when Cyberpunk slips three more times and hits to May, we'll see if they're confident. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. that is true. <laughs> Excited to see more of Deathloop. Uh, everything they said and shown about that game, I'm totally into. So yeah, May 21st, lock it in, everybody. Next Generation is here. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Next Generation, Gregway, number four on the Roper Report, is Xbox Twitter Tweets Tower today. There's so many things to talk about that have been tweeted in the last 24 hours. We're going to start with Phil Spencer's tweeting uh, about the biggest Xbox launch. Thank you for supporting the largest launch in Xbox history. In 24 hours, more new consoles sold in more countries than ever before. We're working with retail to resupply as quickly as possible. Uh, You continue to show us the connective power of play is more important than ever. Uh, and then I thought this was an interesting one that I tossed in here, right? Uh, we're talking, obviously, at one time about how many Xboxes have sold. Congratulations, obviously, to Xbox and Phil and the team and everybody over there. Uh, Brendan Sinclair at GamesIndustry.biz had this to report. A second lockdown, the launch of the Xbox Series X slash S systems, and a jam-packed holiday release schedule all helped push internet traffic to levels never before seen by some UK service providers, according to the BBC. The outlet polled an array of internet service providers and found a number of them had their busiest days ever on Tuesday. BT traffic hit a I'm sorry, BT traffic hit a peak traffic rate of 18 terabits per second, uh, topping the previous high of 17.5 terabits per second when Zen while Zen Internet said two Tuesday beat its previous tracker tra- traffic record set in October by 11.6%. City Fiber also set a record Tuesday, then broke it the next day. Tim, people are gaga for next gen. Yeah, man. And it's cool. It's really cool to see. Like I, uh, I think it was last week on game sale. I was talking to bless about being interested in the Xbox sales of like what series X does. 
and uh, we we knew it was going to like sell out. But there was that question of like how quickly, like what's the demand going to be, like how hard it's going to be to get your hands on one. This is awesome news. It's great news for for video games as a whole. Uh, this internet news is ridiculous, not surprising, um, but because you got to imagine how many people are getting these consoles and then immediately filling up a terabyte of storage, <laughs> right? Just downloading their games. That was the thing I know um, on uh, Tuesday release. I saw people tweeting about, obviously, the Xbox Live just getting hammered by all these machines getting turned on and trying to do all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like, it's such an interesting thing. I, you know, I, obviously, this is a report about the UK bringing it back to uh, America where we've talked so much about our infrastructure problems for the internet and how, you know, it can be great in San Francisco, obviously, but in the middle of the country, where is it? Let alone when then you got Google Fiber and stuff like that. It's going to be fascinating to see when the internet starts trying to keep up with us and when everybody has uh, gigabit speeds and you know a thousand up a thousand down and all that jazz because even right now like i can't believe how and i we've had great internet for a long time here in san francisco if not forever right but i mean in terms of gaming like with my playstation 4 even being wired i always was throttled by how fast the psn can move how fast the playstation its console can pull it down playstation 5 right you know pulling down what I, i've talked about it before i think it was 650 on one of the shows like my network test was saying my down was for my playstation 5 like last night like assassin's creed 5 uh, or assassin's creed valhalla finally pops for ps5 and i'm like ooh, i want to get the next gen the upgrade signed on download it and you're like it was what 10 15 minutes later i had that entire game downloaded ready to go and like that's incredible that's so amazing and it's that thing of you know i know we have data caps and there's all these different things and overages and things where all the internet shakes out Obviously, these systems are pulling faster than ever. Obviously, you know, I hit my data cap for Comcast or whatever that they grant, they put in all of a sudden. And it was like, whatever, just blew past it, right? And it's like, what's the future of that hold? I don't know. Hopefully Sonic, man. Greatest thing to ever happen in my life. G is great, but she ain't Sonic. Tell me about Sonic right now, not one of our sponsors. Sonic there's great, yeah, there's great, right? It's cheap and oh, it's no caps and everything else. It is. I pay $40 a month Yep. for... Not sponsored, by the way. What I mean, I Jesus, I wish we were like a gigabyte up and down, yeah, up and down, not just down, up yeah. and down, like that's crazy. And anytime there's been an outage, it is the best customer service of all time. There's a Twitter you can follow that keeps you updated, tells you exactly the areas, they give you a time it's going to be back, and they're always right. Like, I've had nothing but good experiences with them. It's so crazy. No uh, caps, no throttling, none of that. I got to get it. It's not available it, where I am. It's not, it's not available it. where I live, but maybe one day if I ever move. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's stick on the Xbox Twitter tweets tower today. Uh, Xbox responded to the vaping report from yesterday. Kevin, if you can show this. Uh, if, if you, of course, yesterday with uh, Gary Witta, we talked about uh, these reports that Xboxes were smoking and how it was quickly debunked of like, this is just people vaping into their Xboxes to get TikTok famous. Xbox put up the tweet. We can't believe we have to say this, but please do not blow vape smoke into your Xbox Series X. Just a fun response. I'm glad they're out there saying it. I'm glad somebody had to say it. Xbox... It Leave TikTok alone. Let them do what they want to fucking do. Okay. But they're besmirching the, the name. If we're right, gonna let him hold news, let kids vape. I mean, I don't know. Don't if do should vape, don't right? Do no, vape's I love, bad, isn't it? I also love Xbox's tweet of just <laughs> come on, guys. Yeah, Stop. Of course. Yeah. Fucking yeah, yeah. idiots. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and then one tweet I want to put in with no context. That'll get to the context in a second. Uh, remember, you can get help from Xbox. They tweeted out, at Microsoft, we put all our products through rigorous quality assurance testing. We encourage any customers who experience issues with their hardware to visit, and they put a website in here, for, fast, for fastest self-support assistance. You might say, Greg, what is this tweet all about? Well, number five on the Roper Report, uh, Patricia Hernandez over at Polygon has uh, Xbox disc problems. Kevin, I see you've already got it up. You're amazing. If you want to scroll and click at random as some of these or as follow along with me, she has a bunch of different Twitter videos that are inside of this that show a bunch of Xbox disc drive problems. Uh, we now go to Patricia. That's at not a good tell. <laughs> it's console launch week which means that many fans are now opening and starting up their new hardware while for the most part the xbox series x debut seems to be going well parentheses now that xbox live is back online some fans are reporting issues with their disc drives videos floating around on the internet show the xbox series x whirling yeah whirring which is whirring whirring loudly and making strange clicking no, no sounds after mm-hmm. accepting a disc uh, that's if the console accepts the game at all. Some videos show the Xbox Series X having trouble with game insertion, as you can see in the videos below. If you go down one more, Kevin, or the next section here, you'll see, uh, yeah, the disc's not going all the way in. Uh, some players report that things improve if they try putting their consoles horizontally or vertically. One thread on Reddit has players saying they're brute-forcing their games into their console. Others, meanwhile, say they only hear loud sounds from the Xbox Series X while installing games, though nothing on the level of the videos above. So, obviously, back to the tweet I already read for you. I, Go I had that issue. You had the clicks? Right here, this Dr. Nickel one. Hit it. Where it, it went halfway in and then made uh-huh. the clicks. So, what'd you do? I just was like, what the fuck? And then it kind of eventually sucked it in and there wasn't a problem. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah it, was when I, it was with the Dark Knight Rises. Fire rises, brother. Um, yeah, it was one of those interesting seeing this today. I was like, oh man, I wonder how how uh, widespread this is. And it was like that thing of, oh, also, oh man, I've never put a disc in this Xbox Series X. Everything <laughs> I've done, I've downloaded a stream. I haven't. <laughs> I was. I yeah. use it every day at least for streaming. And I was like, oh, I've never done anything with a disc on this. I've been using it a lot for 4K yeah. Blu-rays. Was that you signed, Kevin? Or the, no, the, it was the, the video because it wouldn't oh, okay. start. It wouldn't start. <laughs> yeah, it, it got me. It got me too. It got me too. Of course, you know it's one of those things. This is launch week for this, uh, so who knows how widespread a problem this is? Uh, but again, if you have, if you need help, go hit up Xbox support, and they seem to be at least aware of the issues and tracking them and doing everything else for them. And of course, again, not saying this is some giant three red lights kind of situation, but just a heads up that that's happening out there, right, Tim? Mm-hmm. Can't wait yeah, to I see mean, the like, wrong like I said, It happened, but it was more of like a, oh, that was a weird thing. And who knows? Like, I guess it's not good that having this thing for a week it had an issue. But I mean, also, it's a disk drive. It's sucking things in in a weird way. Weird stop stop using stuff. your disk drives. We've said it before. We'll say it again. No, it's dead. Keep using. Definitely use. over. Don't let, don't let 4K, it die. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Nobody needs yeah, it. It matters so much. Last night, Jen was like, uh, oh, man, let's." you know what? I could go for watching with dinner. I was like, what's that, babe? She's like, that Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn movie. Like, oh, yeah, sure, totally. And I was like, wait a second. I got that in a DC care package on Blu-ray. But I'm like, did I give it away because who cares about physical media? And sure as shit, I did. And we watched an HBO Max and we had a great time on the Xbox Series X. Physical media is dead. Don't don't be like Tim. Uh, number six on the Roper Report, uh, Valhalla is killing it compared to Odyssey's day one player count. This is Gabe Gerwin at GameSpot. According to Ubisoft, Assassin Cre- Assassin's Creed Valhalla has double the active players on launch day compared to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, and Ubisoft anticipates its players player count will grow even more as players get the new consoles and purchase the game alongside them. It's also seeing similar success for streamers and content creators. 
quote, a testament to Assassin's Creed Valhalla delivering on players' expectations for its fascinating world and immersive narr- narrative, the game has reached new- high levels of viewership and engagement on Twitch and YouTube that surpass any Ubisoft game launch to date, the publisher added. Firm numbers were not provided as part of the announcement, nor were sales figures. Tim, mm-hmm. you already kind of did. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to offer you another chance. Yeah. Do you want to apologize to Assassin's Creed Valhalla? A game you looked past, a game mm-hmm. you thought had nothing left in the tank. And then I heard you out here just eating crow, you and Blessing going through the review roundup. Tim, do it. Do it. Take the take the chance. Uh, apologize, no. You've already lost your hair. And, Think about and, how much more you could lose. Now you're losing and, respect. Yeah, and, you know admit I mean? that I was wrong. Absolutely, I was totally wrong about this. And and it's it's I don't know where I'm wrong. Like I don't know. Like I I, I know where I'm wrong. I don't know how wrong I am about sure. uh, all the different things because there's a lot of factors that go into this. But what blows my mind is the review scores coming in. How highly rated this game is being. I didn't expect that. And and to that I guess I do owe an apology to Ubisoft that I feel like I gave a couple days ago. But they did it. They know how to make games. They made a good. They do know, they do know how to make games. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it seems like people are enjoying it. And you know this again. We keep talking about how great this launch period is and how amazing the games are that we're getting for this that we, we typically don't actually get on game launches and i think that that's first party and third party and especially yeah. with uh, the series x that assassin's creed kind of is its launch title right yeah so it's great that they're getting a fantastic game experience that feels next gen i would say i know i know this is not your type of game I know mm-hmm. you are not the open world RPG guy. I would still say you deserve to get it and at least play a little bit of it to see how fucking good it looks on Xbox Series X. Okay. It's outrageous. And I, for the record, I started playing on PlayStation 5 last night and it looks probably equally as good there, but I've started, I went from PS4 to Xbox Series X and that's when I was like, holy shit, this thing's insane. Okay. Uh, but it, it looks so pretty, you know? Yeah. I think just give it, it, feast your eyes on it. Feast your eyes. This is now, I, this is breaking news, so it doesn't get a number, but it's included with what we're talking about right here. Fe- speaking of feast your eyes, Greg Way, uh, breaking news about Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, the one and only Herman Hulse uh, from PlayStation uh, tweets, Ghost of Tsushima is our fastest-selling first-party original PS4 game with more than 5 million copies sold since its debut in July. What an incredible achievement by Sucker Punch. So another round of applause for them. Another giant open-world uh, game to run around and do stuff in and action and you know RPG to an extent, whatever. But... Breaking Dang. news, breaking news. Greg Miller is the best looking guy with the mustache that he got in the last week in the west side of San Francisco. It's true, Greg. We've verified it. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Shout so you out to think, them. I just always appreciate it. You don't think this is a good stat? The fastest no, selling first. This is a great stat, stuff. and it's awesome. I just love the like, okay, we need to say all of these things to it's be a, technically right, correct so about what not, we're saying. Is, yeah, okay, cool. So Spider-Man, it doesn't count because that's not original IP. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 is a Part 2, so that doesn't count. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, Which, hey, good for them, man. It's Day's gone killing. getting mad. Day's gone being yeah. furious. I, at this point, it's essentially just talking shit Day's on Day's gone. gone. Like, <laughs> Day's gone and Bloodborne pissed off. Yeah, yeah. But good on them, man. We have a question that merges these two stories together that I had before and I didn't even know. This is Daniel B. who wrote in. 
to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. A lot of people are shouting out Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, of course, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? But it's fastest selling first party launch, uh, first party, fast selling first party original PlayStation 4 games since its debut. Remember, of course, think of, this is the this is why you're grading on a curve with all of these stats. Where, yeah, sure, but remember, remember how many PlayStation 4s were in the wild when Horizon Zero Dawn were launched versus how many are in the wild when Ghost launched? Like, that's just mathematics of it's going to be a faster selling problem because there's more PlayStations out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Horizon does not need any fucking Herman came from that studio. He doesn't need any uh, props for that. Anyways, Daniel B wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hey, Greg and Tim, sorry in advance for the long question. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Greg Miller. You're a kind of funny best friend. You've been watching our shit for five years. Everybody, you can stop apologizing for long questions. Most of the time, your questions aren't even that long. And don't worry about it. You come in here. You, you, you paid the money on Patreon. Come ask me the question. Come in here and talk to Tim. You know what I mean? Tim, act like you're act like you're hugging Daniel B right now. Give him a virtual hug. There it is. Thank you very much. See, virtual hug. Uh, I was wondering He's so if small. you <laughs> man, just a beanpole, Daniel B. <laughs> I was wondering if you think Ubisoft will try and cash in on the success of Ghost of Tsushima by making the next Assassin's Creed game a game actually in feudal Japan. I feel like the Assassin's Creed Valhalla announcement was really well received as everyone was coming off the high of God of War. Could we see this replicated by Ubisoft announcing they are finally taking Assassin's Creed to Japan? When you look at some of the assets and set pieces in Valhalla, they look like they would fit in the Japan setting and be shared. Parentheses, Origins and Odyssey appeared to have shared many similar assets. Greg, as the king of modern Assassin's Creed, I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks, you are the best. Daniel B., I graciously i thank you for that i do not think i am the king of modern assassin's creed i would still say I'll barrett is the king over. of Assassin's Creed overall but uh no you are not kevin all right i mean right? hey man i, I just i'm a bigger odyssey fan than you just, and that's, just, what he's oh, that's not true that's not true at all come on who's got the platinum who's got the platinum i mean who believes in platinums you know me not me you know so there we go the people believe in it playstation believes in it you I know what i mean so it doesn't seem they like do it. they are do you, uh, are you gonna get both for assassin's creed uh, valhalla no, oh, but I probably because I thought I thought you I thought you believed in in both. Cecil's upset about even that too. Cecil agrees with me. Know, right? Cecil agrees. With he, he's he says, mad at you. He's oh, mad at you. He wanted you to get both. Head, such a loser. <laughs> I can't believe my dad's a loser. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> That's not what he's right saying. Now. That's not what he's saying. Pratilla, you know he's not barking. about shit. Yeah, half like half dead already. Give him a little shake. See if he's breathing. Check if he's breathing. His dad's a winner. Show us the king. There What's he, he is. Look at Look at that tongue. <laughs> that is a dog who's been sleeping. Look at his eye. He can't even open his eye all the way. That's a dog I love him so fucking much. This is very much Portillo. Like, am I dreaming? <laughs> is this happening right now? I'll put you back, buddy. I miss him. I miss him so oh, much. Oh, man. All right. So we're talking about Assassin's Creed. We're talking about Japan. Yeah, we're talking about it. Well, uh, Assassin's Creed, go to Japan. I don't know. I think it actually could, Daniel B could work in the opposite, where I think not granted if they're already working on a feudal Japan Assassin's Creed trains on the tracks, you're not stopping it. But I think it, they've known for years, everybody wants an Assassin's Creed. Thank you. Get on the train. Uh, They've known for years. People want an Assassin's Creed set in feudal Japan. And so does the success of ghost of Tsushima actually put them off a bit about that because ghost does it so well. There's going to be a ghost too. Go ahead. Tim. They don't because of God of war, like the God of war stuff is so interesting where uh, uh, Daniel B here brings in the God of war of like, everyone's coming off the high of God of war. I, the, the uh, assassin sorry let me read this i feel like the assassin's creed valhalla announcement was really well received as everyone was coming off the high of god of war i don't think that's true i think everyone looked at it and was not everyone i think a lot of people looked at it and were like we just got god of war like is this going to feel like god of war i don't think so 
right? Like, I don't think that it was like a, oh man, I, I can't wait for more of this. There were people out there that felt that, but I think that as an overall sentiment, I don't think that it was like a, oh, now's the time to strike. This is just how things go. People work on stuff and sometimes they're both yeah. working on similar things. I and just think that Tsushima, like, Ubisoft ain't thinking about that. A rising tide lifts all boats. Where I think, for me personally, Daniel B, like, I get, obviously, uh, Vikings, North, Norse mythology, God of War, and how that's all together. But still, where it's like, God of War, I don't think you worried about feeling the same as Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like, I never, when they announced it, never did I was like, oh, man, it's going to be just like I'm Kratos again. Like, I, that wasn't the thought, because Kratos is superhuman. He is a, he's a demigod, right? Like, that's not who Eivor is. I mean, arguably, like, you know, you do a bunch of crazy shit in that game that no human being could do. But you understand what I mean. It's an action movie, where I think, Sure, having the background of it and coming off the high of God of War and knowing more about Zeus or more about Norse mythology or whatever, like that helps. Uh, not Odin, no, <laughs> knowing about Zeus, Greek mythology, knowing about Odin, right? Like, and I think helps you out in the story of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but I don't think it locks you in in the same way that I, if you're going to go to feudal Japan, what's the story you're going to tell? I, again, I think we're talking as if it's coming out tomorrow when in reality, what it'll probably be another two years. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. If they've talked about it, if they're doing another Assassin's Creed next year, you'd imagine it'll be another two years before then. But then also how far out is ghost of Tsushima too? Like, where is that falling out and how much of this can you take? And even, and I think, you know, the modern Assassin's Creed we're talking about, right. And what we're doing in Valhalla, Valhalla feels like such an RPG with the skill points and loading out your tree and making choices in the game is even if that's the case and i feel like yeah obviously there's rpg elements in ghost of tsushima like it's not the same that is an action game that it is very video gamey i don't know it's gonna be interesting not only if they do come out together if we do go to if the next assassin's creed does take us to feudal japan but what the games learn from each other i think that would be the most interesting thing because even there's you know playing uh valhalla and enjoying it so much but comparing it to uh tsushima like there's things I think that Tsushima does better. I think there's things that Valhalla does better. And so I'd like to see them combine into one game or learn from each other to make their own games. That'd be awesome. Yeah. We're going to Japan in Assassin's Creed at some point. We're going Will it be the next game? That's the bigger question. But if I had to put money down right now, I'd say yes. I think Japan's next. Okay. I'll take that bet. $5. I'll say we're not going to Japan next. Cool. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell where you're going to a word from our sponsors. Uh, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Upstart. There's a lot of economic chatter right now about the state of the market. Is it recovering? How long will it take? Have we seen the worst? But if you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you can't wait for those answers. You need to take action. Now with Upstart, there's actually something you can do today to help you fight off high interest credit card debt. Upstart is the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate. Since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept your rate and proceed with your application. The best part? If your loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 500,000 people have used Upstart to pay off uh, high-interest credit cards or meet their financial goals. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt and get back to using your money your way with Upstart. Again, I moved to San Francisco, took out a loan, and it did not take any of this into account. It took my very, 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 very weak credit history into account and gave me a bad rate. Don't be like that. Use Upstart. See why Upstart has more than six. 
thousand five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash KF games to find out how low your upstart rate can be. Checking your rate takes just a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash KF games. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Our second sponsor is Brook Linen. You know it. I know it. Jen and Portillo know it. I only sleep on Brook Linen sheets. Why? Because they're soft. They're comfortable. They were easy to get online. They cut out the middleman. So they are luxury sheets at a better, better price. Uh, life is too short to sleep between anything less than really nice sheets. But maybe you looked at some retailers and calculated the years of interest you'd be paying on just one set and gave up. Trust me, go to Brooklinen. Brooklinen works directly with manufacturers to help luxury uh, help make a luxury available directly to you without the luxury level markups. Brooklinen has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and materials to fit your needs and tastes. Brooklinen has over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting, so it is confident in their product and their bedding. It all comes with a lifetime warranty. And Brooklinen is so much more than sheets. They've got comforters, pillows, towels, and even loungewear and more. Uh, of course, Kind of Funny loves Brooklinen. Uh, Tim has sheets that match the rest of his room. I, of course, have towels on top of the sheets I talk about all the time and use all the time. You can buy sheets, bedding, and pillows all at once and save even more. Don't wait. Do something nice for yourself. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code GAMES to get 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Enter the promo code GAMES for 10% off your first order plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com. Promo code GAMES at checkout. Tim? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Brooklinen adds next to their ever-expanding roster of items, but that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host each and every weekday. Thank you, Kevin. Out today, Warhammer Chaos Bane on PS5. Just Dance 2021 on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Series X, and Switch. The Pathless on PS5, PS4, PC. Observer System Redux on PlayStation 5. Sackboy A Big Adventure on PS5 and PS4. Boreal Blade on PC. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, PlayStation 5. No Man's Sky, PlayStation 5. Uh, Demon Souls Remake, PlayStation 5. Godfall, PlayStation 5 and PC. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, PS5. Overcooked All You Can Eat, PS5. Planet Coaster Console Edition, PS5. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, PS5, PS4. Uh, Death Come True on PS4. Uh, NBA 2K21 on PS5. Bug Snacks, PS5, PS4, PC. Maneater, PS5. Uh, WRC9, PS5. Zombies Cool, Switch. Santa's Xmas Adventure Switch, A Life of Boris Super Slav uh, Switch, uh, Linky Light Switch, Forest Guardian Switch, Brainsy Switch, Handball 21 PC, and then Choco Hunters is now available on iOS and Android. Uh, with the next evolution of Heist gameplay around the corner, the entire GTA Online community can now take part in the Heist Challenge, a chance to be rewarded with a special new vehicle free of charge for a limited time next month. Uh, they should collectively steal uh, $1 billion across any Heist finale by November 18th. And then unturned launches on PlayStation 4 and Xbox today. New dates for you. WandaVision coming January 15th. Oh, 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 I thought we were getting it sooner than that, Tim. I was excited for sooner. Yeah, Corona times. Corona. I'm kind of excited, though. January 15th, that sounds good. I mean, there's a it, lot going just, on yeah. the end of this year. I feel I'm, cool. Like it, I'm cool to like start off next year with some hype, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, let's get a reader mail question. What do you think? 
I liked this one, Tim, and I think you will too. Of course, you can write in to be part of the show, patreon.com slash games, just like BJ Bernardo did. BJ writes in and says, hi, y'all. Do you think Xbox has found its identity, how it wants gamers to see them when it comes to gaming? Thanks, BJ. Tim, this is something we obviously talked a lot about this generation, obviously, mm-hmm. or past generation now, I guess. Uh, Xbox One you know, stumbling out of the gate with what their messaging was, and then constantly for that, this past generation, trying to make that up. Obviously, Sp- Phil Spencer and the team coming in, taking over, starting to double down on Game Pass, buying more first parties. Do you think they have an identity now? I think they definitely have their identity. The how it wants gamers to see them part is what I think isn't fully out there yet. Like I don't think that the the mainstream is seeing xbox the way they want to be seen as a whole i think that we all know what game pass is we all know the value of game pass we all understand Mm -hmm. this i don't think that it is the synonymous netflix of gaming uh type marketing to the layman right and i think that it will be i think that the the more that they continue this kind of dominance of value that they're, that they're offering and having the Series X and Series S once we eventually do get some type of dongle to allow like more cloud-based type things going on with this. Like I, sure. I think that we're going to see a very interesting landscape with next gen. And I think Xbox is going to be a huge part of that. I mean, obviously, but uh, it, it wasn't necessarily obvious a couple of years ago. I don't think uh, like this could have just been another generation for Xbox, but they've made so many smart moves, so many interesting moves at the very least, so many big moves. And Game Pass is at the the root of all of that. So I think that their identity is definitely last last time I think it was like, oh, it's the best place to play. Xbox One X. I think this one is kind of like, hey man, you're crazy not to have this. Yeah. I think to the I agree with everything you said. I think they have found their identity. And I think I mean you you want to toss out marketing terms or whatever. I think the identity is simple as what's good for gamers. You know what I mean? Where I do really, I really do believe that that if Phil Spencer has said that before, he says that's the mantra him and his team have. I believe 100% that is true. And so I think they found that identity. I think this generation now is about walking the walk. You know what I mean? They've talked the talk for a long time. And again, I've said this, and I know this is an old, you know, Greg adage, this whole generation of them laying this foundation of services. And this is before, you know, they even were doing the cloud gaming stuff before game pass was the powerhouse. It was before they were really adding to the first parties. They've been building this foundation forever. I think the foundation is set. We as gamers know what a value Xbox uh, game Pass is. We know what uh, a figurehead and what Phil is pushing for with his team. I think now it is, that is their identity. You understand that identity and it is about building on it. And I think, you know, this, Console launch would have been a different story if Halo Infinite was ready and ready to go, and we had that out there, and we had that competing for a mind share right away. I think and good. I, sorry, and good. Oh, and good. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. I'm totally taking for granted if Halo Infinite was out right now, it was Garbo. How what a problem that would have been. Uh, I think that the foundation is laid. It's cemented for gamers, and now it's about building that as a mainstream idea of like, mm-hmm. yes, this is the best. You're getting more for your dollars here. Why would you go anywhere else? We're doing more for you than anybody else. Why would you or go somewhere else? It doesn't matter. Go somewhere else, but also this, because it's such a good value. Like that, that sure, to sure, me, sure, is, sure, I sure, think sure. The, the, the X factor of all of this is that it's, it's an additive thing. It is no longer PS Wii. You know, it's no longer Wii sure. 60. It's kind of like, hey, man, there's, there's really good reasons for all three consoles. Like, I think this is the first time ever that all three consoles are kind of a necessity. And the thing about a console is a weird word because Game Pass. 
is a necessity. What does that look like in a couple of years when you don't necessarily need a brand new next gen console to be able to play these Xbox games? Indeed. And I think, again, that's getting that messaging out there, right? Of how cool Game Pass is. And again, when, when it is Halo Infinite and you want to try it, but you don't want to buy an Xbox and it's like, cool, spend $15 for one month. And you go in, you play it. And even if you don't like it, you're like, well, I got all these other games to play. And then slowly you start getting indoctrinated in, right? And where mm. the Xbox streaming is going or whether it is a dongle, whether it is just going to be on PCs where the fact is going to be, you know, there's no way, there's no way to stop it. It's going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to have this app on their phone. You're going to be able to play whatever you want, whenever you want. And that's fucking awesome. Tim, mm-hmm. you dropped in a PSA here, breaking PSA. And I clicked on it and this is right up my alley because I'm always oh, terrified yeah. of this up what's going on yeah so I've, i have two psas i want to give on this episode the first one is kev if you could uh share this link please uh, there is a wait, i'm sorry you want me to share the link or open the link up uh if you could do both that'd be awesome yeah yeah, yeah sure you open, you open the link up and i can i can copy it over here to the thing uh th- i've noticed in the the last couple weeks a lot of you have bought lg oled tvs based on my recommendations and congratulations you made one of the best choices of your life these tvs mm-hmm. are fantastic mm-hmm. they are beautiful they are one of the best tech investments you can possibly make because earlier we we're talking there's about like there, you there, love when things right just work and man this tv just works it is it just sings with it. no matter what you throw at it it's beautiful and uh, there's a lot of settings and a lot of things you got to do to like get the most out of it, no matter what, it's going to look good. Um, but every once in a while, there is this gentleman, P40LO, over on Reset Era that will update his recommending settings for the LG TVs, and they're killer. Like this is, this is kind of my Bible. A lot of people have been asking what to look at. I've been waiting for the update. And we have it now as the Series X and PS5 are coming out. So check this out, Kevin. You can scroll down. It's a long post, but this is super key information to get the most out of this TV. You just got to go through. There's about six different settings that you have to change, like for different profiles based on what you're doing. Kind of set it and forget it. It's not going to be it's not professionally calibrated but it's damn close it's everything you're gonna need because you know that i'm terrible at this and this was my main concern buying a new tv that you told me to do and i i thank you for it of course uh but it was my whole thing of you sent over instructions and i did it and then that was years ago now and at this Mm -hmm. point like i'm playing games and it is this thing of like shit is the hdr wrong on the console is it wrong on the tv i'm going through because it's too dark in some rooms it's too bright outside Mm -hmm. it's It's, a lot man but it's so upsetting that our tvs have 120 hertz but no hdmi 2.1 port it hurts they do yours and i and and mine oh mine mine does not mine doesn't i have a c8 they didn't oh, introduce yeah. the yeah mm, the you're 2.1 right port you're right the c9 greg miller yeah. got Which it one do I have? Which c9 one do I have? Have c9, c9. You're c9. you got it oh wow yeah, it's really yeah. Cool. so do i click on the first link <laughs> what which one do i click on to use this? all this is for you this is all for you the first oh, one i gotta is. do all of this mm. yes Oh, I thought I just clicked on the first one that's like recommended. No, no, no. Like read through this and do what oh, applies to you. He's not going to I know it is. It. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot of work, of but this is it. You, you do this and then you're good. You do this and then you're good. I'm telling you. That's the Tim Gettys. Oh, Tim, I don't understand. I thought this generation of console gaming was convenience. It was about convenience. The, the console is not the TV. That's a different story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, None of this all right. Is convenient. All right. Yeah, you got it then. <laughs> this will never be. Me. This will never be convenient. This sucks. Uh, anyways, my other PSA is, hey, be nice to Imran. Imran's dope as fuck. Who's being mean to Imran? Just last night, Imran tweeted something that I thought was a great tweet. And what did he say? Th- he was talking about uh, 
list the consoles that you were able to get day one. Okay. Was his tweet. And he listed it. And at the end of the tweet, he was like, it's fun because you can clearly see when I joined the industry professionally. And it very much told a story of like, he got, you know, the N64 and the GameCube. No Xbox, no PlayStation. It's like, you got your one. And then at some point, it was like, okay, he's getting all three as gotcha. you go because he's covering it, right? Yeah, he's, like making that's, content for it. he's making content. He, that's his job. That's how he makes money, all this stuff. I thought it was great. People in the, the comments not being nice about it, trying to find some way to, like, take it down. Bullshit. He ends up deleting the tweet. Right. And he ends up, like, and, and I'm, I sh- maybe I shouldn't be bringing attention to this, but fuck that. I'm bringing attention to this because I think it's bullshit. And Imran is one of the dopest dudes that I've ever met, one of the smartest minds in our industry. And I just feel like he constantly gets so much shit that I don't get. I get a lot of shit. <laughs> but he gets a different type of shit. Gotcha. And I think it, I think it's bullshit. And I just want to stand up for him and just be like, hey, everyone, not only like be nice to him, don't be mean to him, but be extra nice to him because he's extra dope. And he I just deserves he, it. It goes back to what I was talking about earlier, right? Where I think... Uh, the majority of people consume our content and they're listening on their phones or they're watching our video and then they bounce off and they don't even leave a comment, right? Which always makes it that when a hater shows up, it seems like they're actually the audience when they are not the audience and they actually don't fucking matter, right? Like, that's the thing. So it's it's not even about being nice to Imran. I would say it's about you already probably like like Imran. <laughs> Go tell him you like him. <laughs> Absolutely. And then that's so true. And I just think of it as, you know, for a long time, it's it's been hard on the internet and forever it's been hard on the internet. But... Sure. Uh, I feel like we were Bane style Talia al Ghul raised in the, the darkness of, of IGN. And that's not about IGN. That's just about when you're at a site that big, it's just, there's so much negativity in the comments. There's so much like shit that like, when we came to kind of funny, we kind of, all of us had that mentality of just going in. I'm just like, we know what we're dealing with. Let's just keep going. And yeah. I feel like as we brought more and more people on, they, they weren't mm-hmm. raised in that mm-hmm. same darkness. Right. Sure. Yet we were like, I think we did a good job of like, treating them all uh correctly and teaching them all correctly to you know get them prepared and they've been prepared but i feel like as we've went on and we've had more and more people on our team and people like imran that you know are only with us back when we were at the studio one two days a week sure like he doesn't get that and and so uh with that i think i've always just been like oh he he can handle this and he can handle it he's a grown-up but i'm saying like i we have a platform we can defend we can like say no and stop and I want to do that more. And I feel like we've been doing it more this whole year. But when I see some bullshit, I want to call it out. This is bullshit. Be nice to Imran. Be good to Imran. Imran's a fucking amazing person in this industry. And obviously, yeah, that applies to everyone we bring on the show. You're allowed to not agree with people. You're allowed to critique people. But, like, don't be. If you're an asshole, as always, we don't want you here. And period. If, you, if your first response is to be a troll, to be a racist, to be a bigot, to be a whatever, fuck off. Nobody wants you. You don't period. belong here. I don't want your money. I don't care about your Patreon. I don't care about your Twitch sub. I don't care about anything else. Get the fuck out. If you're going to be mean to Kevin, it's a case-by-case basis if we'll accept it. I'll kick you right in the shin. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's time Kevin's to squat up. Kevin's the doctor. Kevin's the guy running the fucking fight pits down in the in the pit. Hey, no, <laughs> hey, no don't yeah, say yeah, that. Sure, I, I, sure. I, I, I'll defend myself. I, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> I personally love Imran, and, like, I see, like, yeah, what you're talking about, because, like, he says some controversial shit, but I love it. I think he's been one of the best ads to, to the group. And personally, I'm trying to hang out with him more, but like, you know, COVID that okay. makes it difficult. Problem. <laughs> it makes it really difficult to hang out with each other. What right? I'm saying, Kev, is like, like, no one can give you shit that, you, that affects you because you'll, you'll yeah. punch him in the face. <laughs> Straight to Kevin the shit. He's invincible. But be nice. Uh, 
Be nice to everybody. We're joking around. Uh, time to squad up. This is where you're nice with uh, kind of funny best friends and you play games together and everybody has fun. You can submit your name at patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, today, the Machos number sign 9931 needs help in Google Stadia. Well, since Google Stadia is giving is being given away for f- well, since Google Stadia is giving away free stuff, I would figure there are some kind of funny best friends out there that are getting Stadia for the first time and are looking for friends to play with, just like me. My hours are mostly random due to working at a TV studio and doing freelance film work on the side, but I usually am able to play weekends. I play all kinds of games from first or th- to third per- from first or third person shooters, funny games, racing games, or whatever is on Stadia. I look forward to seeing you guys there. Thanks. Remember, of course, we talked about it yesterday. Uh, YouTube Premium is now giving away Google Stadia as part of its deal. If you sign Insane. up for ridiculous, I got a Stadia on the way. I got wow. a Ultra on the way. Why not? Why not? Yeah, it's free. Get it. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want to play, it's great. Like, that, wanna... that alone's a, a good value. Like, I would sign up for premium just to get the Chromecast Ultra for that. What is 10 bucks, or do you have to do it? Like, do you commit think, to something? or what? I think it's 15. That's a great deal. You get all that stuff. If you want to play Google Stadia, hit up the Machos number sign 9931. That's all one word. Uh, Time for You're Wrong. This is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe uh today we have a few uh nanobiologist says regarding uh an ac game in 2021 all of assassin's creed valhalla's dlc will be releasing in 2021 starting with wrath of the druids in spring 2021 if it's like the content release for odyssey assassin's creed's expansions will release every other month filling out the assassin's creed content for the whole year along with smaller mission packs and updates so tldr assassin uh, nano you didn't answer my question if they said all i asked was are, are they taking are they taking is it two years do they say anything about 2022 uh zach says uh ubisoft has there will be no new assassin's creed they will be supporting valhalla through the next year and they alluded to the possibility of valhalla content coming in 2022 which could limit the possibility of assassin's creed that year making for a possible three-year wait i doubt it'll be there There was odyssey Um, content this year right I don't think so. I thought Atlantis was already wrapped up before then. I forget when the last one was the last kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. When was the last episode of the Atlantis DLC? Was it this year? It might've been this year. Maybe, maybe. I don't remember. Um, nanobi- yeah, nanobiologist says YouTube Red is $15 a month. You need to be a subscriber for the Stadia deal. So just 15 bucks is what we needed there. Thank R- you very R- much. RIP. It's YouTube premium. Rest in peace. Gone before your time, right? You know what I mean? Um, I'll keep it open here as I look to see if anybody can correct me about Atlantis but that's that uh, tomorrow it's me and Blessing closing out Kind of Funny Games Daily uh, however remember this is far from the end of your content on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games uh, BJ wrote in to patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games and a separate thing and re- said this Hi, y'all. I think it would be very helpful if during housekeeping or at the end of the show, you tell the audience what's immediately coming after Kind of Funny Games Daily or if there's nothing coming up. I'm not too worried about the Kind of Funny Podcast or the Gamescast as links come out for that via Patreon. And I know most weeks the schedule goes up on Patreon. However, I also get schedule changes and think like uh, it would be nice to not scramble and ask the chat what's happening and so on and so forth. It's a small thing, but I think it would be very helpful to the audience. Thanks, BJ. 
BJ, I agree with you. We are now officially adding a new segment after the hosting segment of, if you're watching live on Twitch, here's what's happening next. At 11.30 a.m., in just 20 minutes, we are doing the Bug Snacks uh, launch party. We're going to be partying with the voice cast, playing a bit of the game on PlayStation 5, just hanging out, having a good time. Uh, You could also go, if you wanted to, youtube.com slash kind of funny. Annabelle Comes Home in review is up right now as well. Yeah, about to be up. About to be. It is up, yeah. And then we're doing... The entire Conjuring in review is done. So far, obviously, maybe will come out next year at some point. But so far, every release Conjuring movie in review is up. Go watch it. I know a lot of people are horror fans. And uh, it's just one of those things. If you want to see more horror in reviews, please go watch it. It It, it did well enough that I'm not being like, oh, man, we're not going to do this again. But, hey, show us us that you want more if you do. Because I've seen a lot of people hitting me up being like, this is great. Keep doing them. But keep support, please. Uh, and then uh, for you on Twitch, like I said, Bug Snacks 11.30, which again, 20 minutes. And then after that, play- PlayStation 5 stream at 1 p.m. with me on Twitch Gaming. So a big day of live stuff still happening here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week down a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. You want to be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show ad-free. You can submit your questions, and of course, you can be part of that post-show we're about to do over on patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Um, like I said, a bunch of stuff happening. Don't go anywhere. Enjoy next gen. And until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>